Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, 32 days, and you have all the power. You get to change the course of history, hopefully, and stop the bleeding. Uh, That is the dangerous, radical, climate-alarmist cultism that has destroyed our economy, uh, costing you more for every item you buy in every store that you go to, uh, costing every American a fortune in terms of what they're paying for, for gas and the heat and to cool their homes. Uh, also, you know, the absolute disaster. We've never, we've never had a record like this. With a quarter left in the year, we still have what over two million illegal immigrants, an all-time high, that have already come into the country, and those are only the ones we know about. You get to change all of this if you want to get rid of, you know, defund, dismantle, no bail laws. You have the power in thirty-two days or earlier if you vote early. I know I'd prefer voting on one day, paper ballots. It's not going to happen. You got to deal with the system you got, the hand you're dealt, not the one you wish you were dealt. And that's where we find ourselves. You know, I don't know if anyone else found this as strange as I did. Um, so we know Vladimir Putin is out there saber rattling and threatening to use nuclear weapons. Uh, do I think he's capable of it? I do. I think you have to assume that somebody that's willing to talk about it might be willing to do it. And there's been some talk about possible movement of tactical nukes into Ukraine uh, and that Vladimir Putin would not be opposed to using it because apparently he's now very isolated, paranoid. Uh, Many people around him want him gone. The people in Russia want no part of this. The lines around the the border of Russia are getting longer and longer because nobody wants to sign up for this idiotic war that he started in Ukraine. Biden himself warning of a nuclear Armageddon is, you know, inadvertently admitting the world has gotten a lot more dangerous under his, under his presidency. Uh, no signs of de-escalation from Moscow. Uh, but, you know, Biden, you know, warns of the risk of nuclear Armageddon. It's the highest, he said, since the Cuban Missile Crisis. And uh, Zelensky is now calling for NATO to launch a preemptive strike in Russia. 
which would not be a particularly good idea if you're trying to avoid uh, a nuclear war. Um, and, and this is where Europe and, and Joe Biden and everybody got it wrong from the beginning. If you're going to fight a war, fight to win in 30, in, in 30 days or less, you have to fight it to win it. And they just they always fight to a tie and create the quagmire and then eventually gets politicized. And after it gets politicized, people say, oh, never mind. And how many people die in the process of, of uh, that, that when our national treasure? We can't do this anymore. Uh, and Joe's answer, apparently, according to all these reports out today, your government is spending two hundred ninety million dollars to for the pro procurement of a drug end plate. To treat acute radiation syndrome, ARS for short, announced by the U.S. Health and Human Services. Is this, is this Joe's plan? If in fact Vladimir nukes, uh, uses a tactical nuke or any nuclear weapon inside of Ukraine or elsewhere? Is that, oh, we got to make sure we have enough anti-radiation drugs. Uh, why are you not on the phone telling him that, uh, his entire country and he will be gone if in fact that happens? The only thing that gives me a little bit of hope is it seems that Putin now has lost the support of the people of Russia. And I'm hoping that 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 filters up or bubbles up into the higher ranks around him. And maybe somebody could do the world a favor and, and send uh, Vladimir straight to hell where he belongs. And and this uh, crisis would be over. But I you can't count on that. Uh, but that's 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 what the answer is. He's warned Joe's warning of nuclear Armageddon closest since the Cuban Missile Crisis says Putin is not joking. And your answer is to go out and buy anti-radiation drugs. Linda, do you have anti-radiation drugs? I never knew we had anti-radiation drugs. Now, I guess we're going to distribute them like uh, a vaccine. It'll be mandated anti-radiation drugs uh, shots for everybody. That's next. Uh, a little scary. Um, so with 32 days out of this election, we're going to have our pollsters later on in the program. We're going to analyze where the Republicans are. I think Republicans are looking pretty good for the House of Representatives. There's no doubt, based on the polling, the aggregate, as you look around the country, that things have, have moved dramatically towards the Republican in the Republican direction, and uh, which I think is good for the country, because hopefully that will stop this country from pursuing these policies that are failing on a spectacular level. It's a very simple, simple argument that you can make is in terms of why these people need to be fired. Are you better off than you were two years ago? Are you better off since Joe Biden became president? Uh, how are we doing on the economy with inflation at a 41 year high? How are you doing with gas prices going up again? Uh, how, what do you think of Joe Biden's band-aid stupidity of a solution, which is to release the strategic petroleum reserves? You know, he inherited nearly 700 million gal uh, barrels of oil. Well, now that's been cut nearly in half. It's the lowest level in over 40 years. And uh, it's not an emergency, Joe, if Democrats are not doing well in the polls because of high gas prices in part that you tap the strategic petroleum reserves to artificially increase the supply and temporarily lower the cost at the pump because the minute you stop, prices went up dramatically. Now, on average, in California, six fifty a gallon, paying about five fifty in the great state of Nevada. 
You're paying a fortune out in Oregon. Has the country now back to $4 on average per gallon of gasoline? And and what was it under Trump? Oh, that's right, a little over $2 a gallon. We were energy independent. We were a net exporter of energy. And now we have the great, beautiful you know, decision. Now we're going to go lift sanctions on this this murdering dictator thug Maduro because the other murdering dictator thug, pariah nation leader, according to Joe Biden, MBS, said no. OPEC, who he's been begging and pleading with to increase production, they took their middle finger, shoved it right in Joe Biden's face with zero respect and said, nope, we're not going to increase production. We're going to decrease production by two million barrels of oil a day. And then I read today on Fox Business, I'm like, it can't get any dumber or any worse than this because we are going back to five dollar a gallon gasoline after the election. They're not going to care after election. It's it's back to the transition, as they call it. The transition to what? Renewables. What are the renewables? Well, you know, the renewables, renewables. Once we're energy dependent with renewables, when that, that's when we'll be energy independent. Well, what technology do you define as renewable? The only one that would work, that would have the capacity to work, would be nuclear. But the same climate alarmist cultist, they're against that, that form of power. What, wind, windmills all over the U.S.? They don't work. It's not going to power the country. It's unbelievable. Anyway, the Biden administration, you know, they're just doubling down on dumb. So we'll make the Iranian mullahs rich again if we do a deal with Iran. We'll make the OPEC countries and, and, the, and the pariah nation Saudi Arabia rich again. Or maybe they'll go back to Vladimir Putin in the end. Who knows? But now that they're talking about lifting sanctions off of, of Maduro and, and Venezuela, what, you're going to make Venezuela rich again? Biden, by the way, according to FoxBusiness.com, the, the Biden administration is nearing a decision on the future of federal offshore fossil fuel drilling, and apparently they're considering a complete ban on it. I can Nobody's answered the question. If you import oil... Or, or any fossil fuel from Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, any OPEC nation, what impact, what, what is the difference in terms of the impact on Mother Earth in terms of if they produce a barrel of oil or if we do it? Because when Donald Trump did accomplish something that we hadn't accomplished in 75 years, and that's bringing us towards energy independence and being a net exporter of energy. When Donald Trump pulled that off, we actually were the world's leader in terms of reduction of carbon emissions. He did it simultaneously. By the way, the down is down a lot today. What, 629? We're getting killed. Wait till the, wait till the, you're impacted by the, the housing recession, which is now going to be in full swing sooner than later. So anyway, so this is what this is Biden's answer. I kissed the ass of MBS. That didn't work. Let me kiss the ass of Maduro, another murdering dictator thug. And let me see if that works. That That's a great idea. You know, you got OPEC. Basically, the Democrats have unleashed their fury, though. They're mad at OPEC. They're really mad about it. Noting the importance of oil production from the cartel comprised the dictators. You know, the one obvious answer is to return to the policies of energy independence and then take it a step further. If you make an observation, all of these countries that produce energy, the one cool thing about those countries is they're rich as hell. They're really wealthy. 
hmm, how did they get so wealthy? By selling their natural resources, of which we have more combined resources than all of them. Hundreds and hundreds of years worth of energy sources available to us. Natural gas, oil, coal. Nobody can beat us in terms of the energy supplies that we have. Now, we wouldn't have to be sucking up to people that hate us. We wouldn't have to worry about the Straits of Hormuz where, you know, 40% of the world's oil has to pass through those narrow straits with the Iranians playing all the games that they usually play. We'd never have to send a, a, a tanker through there ever again. It would never impact us. If we wanted to get involved, we'd get involved because we felt it was the right thing to do, not because we have to. And then we could become energy independent. That's good for our national security. It's good for high-paying career jobs in the energy sector. It's good to lower the price of gasoline at the pump because Americans financially getting clobbered on average $7,200 uh, per household because of Biden's economic and energy policies. That's a lot of money. A lot of people are not making ends meet for their bare necessities. They're suffering needlessly. That's what's at stake in 32 days. And then if we ever got back to energy independence and then doubled down on energy dominance, we could provide Western Europe, where they are predicting 300% increases uh, in prices to heat people's homes this winter where they're predicting that people's income, annual income, 30% will be used just to heat their home, probably go higher, where they're predicting people will freeze to death. We could solve their problems for them, and then we will be the energy-rich country and the rich country. We'll be filthy rich. We'll be swimming in, in energy money. Wow, we could pay down our $31 trillion in debt. Wow, we could really you know, close off our borders and have secure borders. Wow, we can improve our educational system. Wow, we can hire more cops to create law and order and safety and security for every town and city in America. This is all that's at stake. And this is the stupidity. This is the irony. You know, it's I, I, I cannot believe that this country has allowed itself to get into this position. I really can't because none of this is necessary. and None of it makes sense. By the way, Washington Free Beacon, Biden speaking earlier today. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Please have a seat. Thank you very, seat. Much. very much. Thank you very much. Let me start off with two words. Two. Made in America. Made in America. And that's not hyperbole. I'm not joking about I'm that. I'm not joking know. about that. Come on, man. Are you a junkie? Three-letter word. Jobs. J-O-B-S. That's your president. This this has got to end. We've got to win this election. I'm almost ready to beg all of you. To I'm not kidding. This matters. All these Senate races, we have our pollsters coming up. All of this matters. And it matters in a way like I have never seen in my life. Listen, like many of you, if you suffer from insomnia, I've got the antidote. I've got the answer, and it's all things MyPillow at MyPillow.com. It helps me fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer. These products just work. I love all of them. Now, you've helped build MyPillow into this huge, incredible uh, company. And, by the way, and, and you're getting a better night's sleep as a result. Right now, Mike Lindell is offering his incredible deal on these Giza Dream Sheets. So you've heard me raving about them. The sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza, ultra soft, breathable, extremely durable. 
And right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are at their lowest price ever. And that means you can get them at 60% off, as low as $39.99 when you go to the Sean Hannity Square at MyPillow.com. All MyPillow products come with an unconditional satisfaction money-back guarantee, 60 days. And you can just call, or you can just call 800-919-6090. Mention my name, Hannity. You won't be disappointed in the sleep you want, need, crave, desire, deserve will be yours. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As we roll along, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, is everyone getting... You got you to gotta follow the lead of very, very smart and important politicians like Joe Biden. Now... I know that a lot has been made. The Washington Post. Now, this is first all, first off, this is an old story. This is a rehash story that they tried to make seem new, and that is, oh, Hunter Biden, the prosecution now, federal agents investigating Hunter for tax crimes and lying on his gun application, reportedly now say they have enough evidence to move forward with charges. We have known that forever. Here's what's missing and what should be focused on now. If you lie on a gun application, that's a big deal. You could even face 10 years in jail. That's a really big deal. Um, the, the, they didn't mention anything about the drug use that's all over the Hunter Biden laptop from hell. They didn't mention anything about the hookers that are all over the Hunter Biden laptop from hell. But here's what they really missed. They missed the involvement and the implication of Hunter Biden's father, the president of the United States, the guy that said he's never one time ever talked to Hunter about his, his foreign business dealings. Well, we all know that that's true because remember the story. This, that is the story that they should be focused on. This is about the son of the president trading favors. This is about him in literally the power of the, of the vice presidency. You know, this is about all of those things and Joe meeting with Hunter's farm business associates and uh, having multiple dinners and pictures etc what did Joe know and when did Joe know it and why are they covering for the Bidens I think that answer is obvious because the last name isn't Trump all right 25 to the top of the hour happy Friday thank you for being with us why won't Joe Biden all these trips that he takes to the beach I mean, such a big deal made over Donald Trump may have taken documents from the White House that might be uh, classified top secret. You mean like Hillary did on a computer service? You know, the ones that she used bleach bits to erase 33,000 emails. Um, No prosecutor would ever prosecute. But if you're Donald Trump, forget it. Anyway, insane times. 
Um, but why is it that we don't we we can't get a list of people that visit Joe Biden where he spends half his time as president? He already has the lightest schedule of any modern day president with less than one scheduled event on average every day. We know that the, the longer he's out on the road, the more he screws up and embarrasses us. I mean, it's almost better if they put him, you know, back in the basement bunker and kept him there for the next, you know, two years uh, so he could do less damage to the country. And and God only knows who's really making the decisions half the time. And it's so bad. It's so humiliating. It's so embarrassing. Everybody sees it. Every Even liberals now, they're mocking it. Even people, you know, where's Jackie? Finally, the mob and the media, they, they couldn't take that. I mean, he was there to honor a woman, a congresswoman, Republican from Indiana who had passed away. All right. Oh, Jackie, where, where's Jackie? Jackie? I want to thank all of you here, for in, yeah, including yeah. bipartisan elected yeah. officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie. Are you here? Where's Jackie? Where, where is Jackie? Where's Jackie? Oh, Jackie's dead. I'm sorry. That's the main reason I'm here. One of the main reasons I'm here. Um, they're not giving out the name. Now, I have my suspicions. I think I'm, 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 is he getting medical care when he's home? What I'm, I'm just asking a question. Is he meeting with physicians? Is he meeting with a clergy? Is he meeting, who's he meeting with? Who's visiting? How'd the secret, secret service lose all the logs of all the people? Wouldn't that be information that the National Archives and Records Administration would need? But they're all missing. And we find out the Secret Service vehicle that was carrying Kamala Harris struck a curb and the motorcade crash may have been misreported as a mechanical failure. So they didn't want to tell us the truth for some reason. The Secret Service agents involved initially reported to their superiors the incident was due to a mechanical failure, later confirmed that the agent driving had overcorrected in, in driving the vehicle. By the way, it can happen to anybody. That's why they call it an accident. Um, we are awaiting now if Republicans get control of either the House or Senate or both the House and Senate. We're going to have oversight and subpoena power. And guess what? We'll be able to look into the riots in the summer of 2020. We'll be able to get find out why the records are missing with the Secret Service in terms of, of Joe's uh, visitors when he's not at the White House. Uh, we'll be able to look into zero experience Hunter and all the times he implicates his father as he whines and moans and groans about giving half of his pay to daddy uh, or the fact that daddy, in fact, lied to the country when he said not one time have I ever talked to Hunter about his foreign foreign business dealings. And now we have chronicled what, 14 specific incidents in which he's meeting with Hunter's foreign business partners. You know, isn't it fairly obvious when Joe was bragging about um, you're not getting the billion dollars until you fire the prosecutor who's investigating my zero experience son? Well, what vice president would do a quid pro quo like that unless they knew that there was a big problem and son of a B, they did it. Now we can investigate that, too, and everything else in between. You know, I will tell you, the U.S. has now charged 11 pro-life activists for blocking access to an abortion clinic all right if that's against the law people protest and it's illegal then you're going to get arrested that's not the issue do we have equal application of our laws because all of these pregnancy crisis centers that are pro-life uh some of which got firebombed and hit with molotov cocktails etc 
I don't see many arrests in those instances. I don't see the same sense of urgency as they did. What's that guy's name in Pennsylvania? They raided his home, Linda. Mark Huck, right. I mean, now we're finding out the guy. The guy's just a, a pro-life, you know, religious person. You're allowed to be pro-life in America. You're like, maybe you can, maybe you're not. I don't know. 87-year-old concentration camp survivor among the 11 pro-lifers hit with federal charges in the latest crackdown. Well, I want to get to the bottom of what the FBI is up to because we have anywhere between 20, I'm told, and 30-plus uh, FBI whistleblowers that want to come forward and talk about how the FBI has been politicized and talk about how they are purging the FBI of of anybody that is a conservative, how political the organization is, has become, how they have overstated the threats and understated the real investigative measures that are being used, like, for example, parents at school board meetings being investigated as domestic terrorism, uh, terrorists. And then, of course, you have Merrick Garland. You know, I'll tell you what I suspect here. They're not going after Hunter on the big on the on the big issues that you would want to focus on. What did Joe know and when did Joe know it? And was Joe a part of a family business and an operation, a quid pro quo, if you will, or peddling influence with foreign countries while he's the vice president? How much is the how compromised is it possibly the, the Biden family is or the president might be? Because you know if the last name were Trump, that that would be the biggest question they ask, which they're not asking. The FBI won't provide any updates or say whether they've arrested anyone on the attacks on pro-life organizations or crisis pregnancy centers or churches that have been attacked. And, of course, with the whistleblowers coming forward, we get the memorandum from Merrick Garland telling people in the DOJ, this is Biden's DOJ, that's part of the executive branch of government telling them that, um, uh, reminding them that they're not allowed to talk to members of Congress. Well, actually, they are because we have whistleblower protection laws that allow them to tell the truth if they see something that's going wrong within government. And to get that amount of FBI agents that are probably risking their careers courageously, stepping forward and telling Senator Grassley and telling Senator Johnson and telling people like Jim Jordan... Uh, about the things that are going on there, you, you would think that, that that would be encouraged by the attorney general. Apparently not. A lot of people are making a lot over the Biden pardon of all prior Fed offenses as it relates to marijuana possession, encouraging the states to follow. White House made the announcement that Biden would be pardoning all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana Possession. Now, part of the problem is, you know, a lot of people that may have been charged with far worse crimes, they plead down to this. So you, you would that would be something you need to know and go on a, on a daily basis. I don't want to get into a discussion. I don't I just don't like drugs. I am so anti drug. I can't even begin to tell you, you know, I'm not against prescription drugs. Um, I understand you know, look, I've just seen too many people. You, Nobody's going to convince me that if you start using on a regular basis weed, that you, it, it doesn't lead for a lot of people. It's a gateway drug to other drugs. And they're even they're putting fentanyl in everything. 
You've seen the rainbow-looking candy-like fentanyl that they're putting out? Pretty scary. All right, moving to the midterm elections. We'll get into more of this with our pollsters at the top of the hour. So in New York, it's gone viral. All of these examples of all of these murders and all of this violence that is taking place all over the state of New York and the governor's steadfast refusal to refund, for example, the NYPD. Remember, they caught a they, they cut a billion dollars from the NYPD. And now you've got not not just New York City, every big city, pretty much even small towns. Anywhere that they've adopted the insanity of dis- defund, dismantle, and no bail laws, you see incredible increases in crime. You know, you see all these thefts taking place out in California. Now all these stores are closing because they can't afford to be in business because they're not holding robbers accountable as long as they don't take more than $1,000 worth of material at one time. So I'll go in, I'll take 900 bucks worth of goods, walk out, not get punished, Then I'll go back to the store the next day and take another $900 worth. Great way to make a living. So the race for governor in New York, uh, Robert Cahaley of Trafalgar has a poll out. Lee Zeldin, the Republican, is now within one and a half points of Kathy Hochul because of, in large part, because of law and order and the lack of it in, in New York State. Here's another interesting part of it. As part of the poll, they included the libertarian who did, who's not making the ticket. He's not going to be on the ticket. Guy's name is Larry Sharp. If you add Lee Zeldin and his numbers to the libertarian who got 3.2% in this poll, uh, the anti-Kathy Hochul vote is now, you know, two points ahead of Kathy Hochul. Now, am I saying that New York is going to go blue? I'm sorry, go red in terms of the gubernatorial race? I'm saying the possibility does exist. And I'm seeing this all over the country. Oz now is at a statistical dead heat. Finally, people, finally the message is getting out about the trust fund brat in a hoodie and, and how this guy has released one murderer after another and wants to open up the prison doors and let everybody out. Word has gotten out he wants taxpayers to pay for free in- injection sites for heroin users and other hard drug users, uh, that he wants the state to be a sanctuary state, that he wants a moratorium on fracking, that he wants no restrictions on abortion. Finally, the, the message is getting out. Thank goodness. And now that's a dead heat. I know it's a mess down in Georgia. We've talked at length about it. But you know what? Raphael Warnock, uh, he's got a lot of baggage himself. We've got his wife. We'll play it later on tape saying that during a domestic dispute, he used his car to try and run her over? On tape, she said it. Then you got a case where a camp that he was running, he got arrested for this, uh, and that is that he was obstructing an investigation into child abuse at his camp. And apparently somebody was even found guilty of, of some violation in that case, but he got arrested. This is a guy that, as a reverend, won't say if he's, he supports any restrictions on abortion because he does not. And he's, you know, referred to police and, and, uh, and law enforcement as thugs and gangsters. And he has also been taken to court because he didn't pay child support. I'm not saying that the charges against, against Herschel Walker are not impactful or serious. They are, but 
you know, at what point do the people of Georgia say, okay, well, who's going to vote which way? You know, that's going to be up to the people of Georgia to decide. But the race is definitely getting interesting. I think Florida looks pretty locked up for Marco Rubio, although I take nothing for granted. He's up seven. Governor DeSantis is up eight. In Georgia, uh, you have Kemp up by a pretty significant margin. Hopefully that might help Herschel Walker in the end. We'll wait and see what happens. We'll wait and see how this story unfolds even further. Wait and see if whether or not the, the Walker campaign points out all of the flaws that the media is not focused on as it relates to Raphael Warnock. I think Ted Budd will win North Carolina, but it's, it's, it's not a slam dunk. We're looking very closely. I mean, I think people like Tim Scott are going to be fine. People like uh, Senator Kennedy in Louisiana will be fine. I think Rand Paul will be fine. Ron Johnson now has built up a, a healthy lead as they have exposed the radicalism of Mandela Barnes in Wisconsin. He's looking good, and <clears throat> Republicans need that seat badly. We had General Bolduck on this program from New Hampshire. That's a three-point race in New Hampshire. And by the way, at the top of the ticket, a very popular governor, Governor Sununu. So that's a winnable race in my mind. Uh, we have Adam Laxalt ahead. We have Eric Schmidt ahead. Laxalt in Nevada. We have Schmidt in Missouri. Blake Masters kicked Mark Kelly's ass last night. There's no other way to put it. Mark Kelly just lied through his teeth last night about, oh, I've been doing this and that on the board. He hasn't done a thing. All he's done has been a rubber stamp for Schumer and for Biden. Then we're watching this guy, Joe O'Day, in Colorado. Can Colorado turn red? I don't know, but it's interesting to watch the polls tightening. Uh, you have Tiffany Smiley, who's running out against Patty Murray in the state of Washington. That, that state is remarkably close within the margin of error, which means that Patty Murray may be vulnerable. Anyway, we'll get into a lot more of this with our pollsters coming up at the top. Uh, but I think that all of this is possible. By the way, back to this issue of radiation pills. That's our answer. If Vladimir uses a nuke, man, I just, I, I, I can't get over it. I can't believe that this, this guy's our president. Think about it. I have three words. I have two words for you. Made in America. I have a three-letter word for you. Jobs, J-O-B-S. Where's Jackie? Good grief. I can't believe it's so close, though, the DMZ. That, that right over there, that's North Korea, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. But in the passage of time, time passes. And all of us together are in time, passing through the time because of the passage of time. Your vice president. You know, your government's addicted to spending. You know, the recession is killing us. You know, the inflation is out of control. Borders wide open. High price of gas. It all sucks. Anyway, you need to find up way, find ways you can save money. One way you can save a lot of money is switch to my cell phone company, and that's called Pure Talk. The great advantage is if you're still using the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, Pure Talk will offer you the exact same cell towers, same 5G network, the most reliable available. Uh, you'll have the same number of coverage bars on your phone. You can keep your phone. You can keep your phone number. They have more plans, more options of Pure Talk. Right now, you can get unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. Average family saving close to $1,000 a year. That's a lot of money. Some families are saving even more for the exact same service they're getting from the big carriers. 
Uh, all it takes for you to do is pick up your cell phone, dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. Pound 250, keyword, save now. You'll save an additional 50% off the first month. And that's money in your pocket in these tough economic, inflationary, recessionary times. All right, a lot of ground to cover. That's all coming up straight ahead with our pollsters and much, much more. 800-941-SEAN, our number two, if you want to be a part of the program as we continue. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.